Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach, and I'm Hasita, a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. You know, Hasita, I went back to an old workplace last week, and of all the things I saw and everything that's changed, one image is still just just sitting in my brain and that is of how the same person who almost 10 years ago and she's still around who almost 10 years ago used to cut the cake you know the team birthday cake into 20 little pieces is still cutting the team birthday cake into 20 little pieces though she's in a completely different role more senior is i think managing the team now Just that image is stuck in my brain, and she's still cutting the poor cake or the poor her. I don't know. No, I empathize with that so deeply. So when we were interns uh, way back when, seems like another lifetime ago, there's this general expectation that all interns are lowly creatures and therefore must be made to do all the <laughs> things that the more important people don't have time for. And I had a, a co-intern at that time in my department who brought coffee for every single person. every single time that they asked so it wasn't just a morning coffee ritual it was that every time someone said ha my coffee's gotten cold or oh where's my coffee and i know it's such a pop culture joke but i've actually seen it happening wherein every time someone uttered the word coffee she would just run downstairs get the coffee and run upstairs again to the fifth floor and she did that for 3 months straight so <laughs> i do understand i think it just you know i'm just thinking like who asked this person to cut the cake or who asked my my co-intern to really bring the coffee right like i think just the first time someone shouted coffee they did it and then they kind of just got stuck in the in the loop of coffee bringing i think let's talk about that a bit today i think we get stuck in these patterns because we've said yes to them and we've chosen to play these roles when we should have really said no a long time ago and i think there are a lot of times when we just need to know how to say no yeah yeah and in fact uh, I mean the coffee and the cake being the slightly more outlier examples i would say but the fact is i think so many of us sign up for things that we didn't mean to sign up for at all in fact just last week i know we had a conversation wherein a certain call time period that was spent, being spent for a client was causing me a lot of anguish because it had not been scoped for i really don't mind doing it this is that i need to get paid for it because i have a business to run so how did i really get stuck in things like that right so i think the inability to say no first of all is quite universal because i have seen uh, people that i consider to be much more senior than i am not being able to do it i have seen my juniors not being able to do it with me and i'm sure you have as well so where is the systemic inability to say no coming from at the workplace Oh, so true. I think fundamentally, when you think of the workplace, everybody wants to be their best self. They want to put their best foot forward. They, you know, largely, truly want to do what's good for the organization and for the team, right? So you end up signing up for things that are not your cup of tea, not your area of expertise. And I think it's okay to a point when, especially if you're in the learning curve and. it makes sense for you to be part of a new project or you genuinely do want to be in that cultural committee or sport organizing group or whatever that may be because you you enjoy it right i think the problem starts when 
one you're signing up for things that you are not interested in right? mm-hmm. feeling feeling the pressure that hey maybe now that i am in this role i i can't say no or i'm expected to do this etc right so one is just fundamentally signing up for too many things the second place where we need to say no more often is when like you said those little add-ons to the work right work creep i signed you up as a client and we were supposed to maybe give you you know two articles a week but yeah. for that now you're saying i have to attend your morning huddles every day yeah yeah right now that that just doesn't make sense and that's pure work creep but they're trying to convince you saying hey but unless you're part of us and unless you hear what we do how can you write this for us and then you don't know i mean it's true actually the yeah, yeah. from those meetings would help but how do you say no to it and how do you say hey this isn't scoped for or this isn't part of the plan and we need to relook at our engagement yeah. even at a normal workplace right even when you're not it's not a kind of a vendor relationship even to to your team members to peers to your manager how do you say no to work creep is the second second bucket if i could call it yeah in fact uh, one of the most extreme things that i've i've been prone to do uh, guilty as charged multiple times earlier in my work life was to just ghost that was my extreme way of saying no <laughs> because i don't remember having a client when i was a content person only at that time i was writing maybe two blogs for them every month uh, and like you said you know they wanted me to be part of their uh, workplace meetings and they met once a week i think and they wanted me to show up as well and just bond with the team and all of that was fair enough but then I realized that something was wrong when I was made to sit in a meeting where a health insurance company, a corporate health insurance company, was pitching why their health insurance was best for these companies, this company's employees. <laughs> And I sat there for an hour because I just couldn't figure out first of all whether I was needed there or not. And secondly, when I did figure out that I was not needed, I didn't know how to just get up and leave. And finally, I said, "Hey, you know what? I need to go." And the founder, I kid you not, and I quote, the founder said, "But I thought you wanted to be part of this. That's why you're here." <laughs> and I just, and I ghosted out. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, is there, <laughs> is there a healthier way to do these things before we all crack? <laughs> yeah, I think. I really think ghosting is an extreme solution <laughs> and it won't take you very far or rather it will take you very far because you're just <laughs> running away from one thing after the other. Yeah. But uh, you know no there are techniques uh, to help you say no. It takes effort. It, it's not easy. I think all of us have a default yes mode mostly. right yeah which yeah. is why those colleagues who the minute you kind of even stand near them you we've all seen them the minute you stand near them and try and suggest something or ask for something they've said no they stand out and yeah. they are the non team player and they are not being collaborative and they're just not being nice because all of us are expected to have a default setting of yes bring it on give me whatever yeah. needs to be done because i've arrived and i'm at work and so anything that qualifies as work i'm supposed to do so yeah i think the first thing is to give yourself permission to assess so when someone comes to you with something know that you are not default yes or default no right you have a choice and you can exercise that choice so you know take 30 seconds if required ask a couple of simple questions to assess 
what exactly are they asking of me this is not even assessing whether you're going to say yes or no but just do i have clarity on the ask Mm-hmm. Is it a one time hey it's friday afternoon i want to leave early to you know pick up my kid can you do this for me yes yeah. hey from now on can you do this for me yeah right? so just give yourself a little time to assess what is being asked of me and then remind yourself hey i have a choice now it's mm-hmm. either a yes because i genuinely want to do this i'm happy to do this i've been waiting to do this or it's a no because this doesn't fall anywhere in the kind of ambit of what i want to be doing yeah in fact that actually sparked a little bit of a sideways thought in my mind about how a lot of communication we do today is asynchronous right so we are not always picking up a call and talking to each other we are not always facing the other person so i mean and it happened with me today when one of the people that they're working with me Uh, had mentioned to me that they're off on a day off today and my bad that I messaged them about something in the morning it wasn't asking them for something it was just me passing on the information because i would forget tomorrow mm-hmm. right but i know for a fact that it caused in the other person a need to almost respond immediately on a day off which i and and that's the interesting bit about the communication today that sometimes you see it and you just want to finish it and that in itself is a way of saying yes without really meaning to correct correct no very true very true so i think uh, you know simply we have once we made that decision in our mind and we've said that i think simply once we've arrived at a conclusion in our mind and like you pointed out we have the advantage of not being synchronous not being face to face that i have to give an immediate answer and, and that's really useful right and yeah. so we should make use of that then be straightforward then don't beat around the bush and don't type out four five sentences of how you'd actually love to and this is your pride and <laughs> great passion in life and all that but right i think just call it out yeah. and say hey thanks for asking this is what it looks like it entails but my plate is full right now or i can do this after two months right yeah. i think that's something i've learned very recently for myself that i can ask to do the same thing later hmm, hmm sometimes hmm. that's okay too like it works for the other person too yeah but i'm saying i'm not saying no to this because i don't want to do it i actually want to do it but i don't have the bandwidth now uh, hmm. can we do this after july or you know hmm, can we do hmm. this after 3 weeks and i've been surprised that many times uh, they've said okay yeah i think that can we do this bit is so interesting because I was actually going to ask you how do you avoid the loops of no right so the moment i say i am not able to do this right now the immediate next question is okay but can you do 50% of it or can you do 30% of it or can you do this much by next week and then we'll figure the rest out but i think just saying also calling it out upfront in terms of what is possible seems like a solution to that yeah so i think yeah very true give a reason so that because if it's bandwidth then you can't do the 50% in the sense that you're saying i can't take on more work right yeah. so give a clear reason that hey this is not working for me now because at workplace you can say hey i don't want to commit to something that's every friday afternoon because i too may want to step out or i do have other plans or i do have other commitments myself or hey this is not my cup of tea and i don't think i'll enjoy it and it'll come right back at you or uh, hey my plate is full so have a reason and share it in a polite and simple and articulate manner and expect that it won't always be received well <laughs> yeah i think that's the pain we all try to avoid <laughs> yeah you can't many times you can't say no 
and expect to please the other person yeah yeah right you are saying no to something that they are requesting and you would have a sense of how important or critical it is for them so if you're saying no then don't expect praise and smiles for that right expect oh good for you you made the right choice for your own mental health yeah that's probably not gonna happen <laughs> not at all right so yeah. expect maybe silence in terms of a response yeah. online for some time or expect that there's a bit of a cold shoulder or yeah expect that there is some kind of you know hey i thought you'd do this for me and you know yeah. some kind of guilt tripping maybe expect all that so that it you now then are not kind of capitulating and saying oh no now i'm feeling guilty and i should now drop everything i have and help this person because i've hurt them so yeah you're going to say no then most likely you're not going to please the person requesting so so really calibrate for that in your interview <laughs> yeah let that not be the expectation at all i actually have one last question for you and then we'll kind of divulge a little bit I actually have one last question for you and this is about the people of the cakes and the coffees and the driving people around and the even even something slightly more significant right like I mean me traveling 4 years ago versus me traveling today for work are two very different things god knows what strain i might bring home depending on where i go right so there are all these things that now have to be taken into consideration so the fact is that the system is used to me being the person cutting the cake used to me being the person doing the coffee runs right so in a way me appending that is also going to because somebody else has to take on my role right or at least like the system has to fix itself in order for me to get out of it so in those circumstances first of all who would be the right person to have a conversation with even and secondly is this about a conversation or is it just that the next time something comes up i don't put my hand up is it more action or is it more talk and that's interesting because that is the tough one where you are trying to extricate yourself from a commitment that you have seen through for a long time right and that's yeah. not going to be easy honestly i don't think that's equal to the saying no right mm-hmm. that's really having a conversation with the people involved saying trying to explain that this is not working for me or this is how this is making me feel now right mm-hmm. we enjoy and stepping up and cutting the cake and distributing the samosas and all that was fun for me 5 years back but i've grown i've evolved and, and this is not the person i want to be at work yeah yeah so thinking through a little bit who to have that conversation with because then they can be your kind of a sidekick in trying to make a change with the larger system yeah because mm. that's that's i think kind of vastly different from saying just a simple no you've made a pattern or of it and you've made a habit of it yeah 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 and to now extricate all now yeah now when you say hey i don't want to cut the cake there'll even be those who think did she never want to cut it like was she so unhappy cutting it all these years like <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a part of you sometimes so it's really about the first step yeah 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 another thing about saying no is also what i find or i used to do a lot and it's taken a lot of effort to cut back on is i would say no in some for, in some polite manner but then offer to do part of it or offer to do something and kind of still have one foot in mm-hmm. you know through i guess the hard way in a way i've learned that that actually is worse than just being all in because <laughs> <laughs> because you anyway halfway in is all in we know this to be true so there's no such thing as halfway there right it's just 
we feel worse and we end up doing everything as well yeah so then now you're not mentally committed to it you don't want to be there but you still stuck one foot in and then there's work creep on that and then you're just feeling miserable and now you can't extract yourself so i think many situations just say hey i i don't think i want to be a part of this so this doesn't interest me i'll find something else to do uh, but yeah. don't offer little bit and then get yourself stuck there Mm-hmm. I can't help you plan the party, or I can't help you organize the party. But shall I just, you know, invite ten people for you? Mm-hmm. So when, yeah, when yeah. that fluid situation keeps changing, you're part of that, and you need to be involved. So you will get called for those group meetings, and you will be in that WhatsApp group that just got created. Yeah, and so <laughs> oh yeah. So what I'm hearing is, first of all, to get I think really clear on what am I saying no to. or rather what values of mine are being challenged because of this ask and therefore i'm saying no to something and then just to stay the hell out of it and not really <laughs> try and find inroads to be a nice person because you did say in between the moment you say no people are going to be unhappy but as long as you know that you're doing it for a completely different reason then i think it makes sense yeah i think that uh, eases the pain for uh, both sides or all sides a lot more Yeah, makes sense. So Hasita, I have some articles to be written very quickly this <laughs> week. Write for me, please, pretty please. I'll send you a WhatsApp message in some time. <laughs> Dang it, you didn't say yes. <laughs> so your job is done. You did a good job. Yes. <laughs> My job is done, and I think we're done here. So we'll catch you next time, folks. Bye. Hey small talkers, thank you for listening till the very end. We love bringing these episodes to you and we hope you enjoy them too. Please do drop in your comments, likes, shares, reviews, whatever you can do on the platform that you're on to help us reach a larger and larger audience and that would really make our day. You can find out more about today's guest or today's episode in the show notes. All the details and how you can find us on social media is right there. Thank you and see you next time. Bye.